Good Sunday morning. Hidden Treasures Revealed is on the air, and we have a, a special podcast today. A person from our gathering named Edward is here. He is uh, Philip's brother, and uh, he actually lives a little bit away, so we had the opportunity to have him in town to be on the podcast with me. So, Edward, looking forward to it. Uh, me and Edward will be back with you in just a moment. Have you ever wondered, is there more to the Word of God than just words on the page? Join us for an in-depth journey into the truth of God by means of open, Socratic conversation. In Proverbs chapter 2, the Word of God says, If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, And if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Welcome to Hidden Treasures Revealed. Well, wherever everyone is, Hidden Treasures Revealed on the air, a little after 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, the day before the new year. And I'm here with Edward. Edward, how are you doing today? I'm feeling really good. Trying to get excited. Uh, trying to uh, learn some trust in myself. And I'm just going to move the microphone. You can go ahead and say what you said again. Okay. Uh, well, that's I, good. Just I'd like, like that. to have the opportunity to trust in um, trust in Yah, so that I have the confidence and not worry about what to say or what to speak, but just what comes to mind. And I will speak out according to. Well, sure. And Edward actually lives in Tappahannock. <clears throat> actually, it's Warsaw, Virginia. It's about seven miles from uh, Tappahannock. And he actually, from the area that we live in, he used to live here and he moved uh, with his wife, Jane, down there about two years ago. And um, he's been, <clears throat> had some times where, <clears throat> excuse me, he, um, had called into our gathering on the phone and listen in and yeah, has him doing some work uh, with his wife at home, which is, is going well. And so Edward, it's good to have you. And, um, what's interesting about the podcast now that Yah is changing this a little bit where I'm with different members of our church gathering at different times. And it's really giving an opportunity for a lot of this time. Me and uh, Phil have been doing the podcast. We've had, members of our gathering, the Church of Messiah come in here and there, but the majority it's been us. And now Yah is giving opportunity for those that have been faithful to be a part of this as well and and chime in and give information about their experiences, things that are on their mind. And Edward's interesting because with what we just, we just left our church gathering that we have on Sunday mornings and it came out and hadn't even wasn't even really thinking about it, but this right here that Yah put on my mind for us to bring out is the exact thing that we were talking about this morning. So we have just a, a transfer from the gathering this morning uh, until now, and I've got a question for you, and just to jog your memory here a little bit. This was several years ago, and Yah has done this even recently, when we would go to the Passover celebration at the beach that we've been doing for several years, Yah would give us a Passover focus. 
and learning more about this is what Yah is doing is there's a lot of different things to focus on, but Yah would bring out a specific focus point for certain members of the gathering to that's your main focus. Not that you don't do other things, but something to really evaluate, really take to, to mind. And this was probably, I would say maybe five to six years ago and not to put you on the spot, but I'll put you on the spot and you can just answer the best you can. Yes. Do you remember one of the very first Passover focuses that you were given by Yah? And I'll give you a moment to think, and if not, I'll, I'll bring it to mind and you'll probably be like, oh, okay, but I'll give you a moment. Because it's been years uh, ago that I haven't uh, realized it. Okay. Uh, and if you don't know, then it's fine, but just give now, you a moment. I don't know, really. Okay. Do you remember when Yah gave you this focus? Listening. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's part of the reason why you're on this podcast with me is to talk about this because you've got experience with this and the subject of listening is something that one of the main things in not just faith in Yah, but just in life that you cannot live life without listening. And I'm going to give you a moment to speak because, and you can speak more about this, but you yourself in the physical, uh, have some hearing issues, which people we, we could look at and say, well, for example, you have hearing issues. So therefore you would have listening issues, vice versa, not necessarily the case though, but you do have, um, so, some, uh, hearing things going on. So if you would, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. If you would speak briefly just about, so the people that don't, um, have the opportunity to hear you speak or be on the podcast, just give a little bit of experience on you with that. And then if you would talk about, lessons that you've learned and are learning in regards to listening. Yeah. Uh, it's been, you know, uh, let me kind of get, get this. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll just get it out with what, what I wanted to say, or, you know, especially with the um, listening, now, uh, describing about who I am, what I am, and my hearing thing is like uh, I have, I'm completely deaf in uh, the right ear. And I only got uh, hearing, uh, 30% of the hearing on my left ear. And I've been having problems with listening, you know, not only that, but over the years, I started to realize that listening is not actually listening through your ear listening up to your mind and it be uh, I I've had a major problem with um, not listening because I spend all my time years you know people uh, start talking and having a conversation and uh, I said well I, I keep uh, nodding and saying yes, you know, but I wasn't actually listening to them because I just wanted to get it over with because I had difficulty and it's like being embarrassed, but there is no need to be embarrassed. I realize that now it's not, you don't have to have a perfect hearing. You'd be able to understand or work, you know, what people are speaking, but, uh, 
taking every thought captive is one of the things that you use and uh, uh, as you're as you're pondering because I, I know you haven't been with us on the podcast so it's a lot to think a year, about a year and a half where the last uh, Passover that we had that was the only short quick you know thing well i can tell you that just relax because it's not the amount of time that you speak it's the information that that you're sharing so don't be concerned about if you're you don't speak very much you know don't worry about that because we're just here to learn the the truth of god and and to communicate and converse with each other so uh, i'll just speak a little about just something that because for listening for me that I wasn't aware because you may have said it before, but I wasn't aware that you were deaf in your right ear and only 30% in your left. So just knowing that I wasn't aware of that. So that makes sense as you have your hearing aid on the left side so that you can hear. And it's not that I have to shout or speak really loud. It's just, just speak at a, at a comfortable tone, but I could say I can sympathize because I'm, I'm not been in a position like you've been, but just being in the world of just thinking how difficult that would be if people are, you're not able to hear them and then they don't necessarily pay attention to you because, oh, well, for example, you're deaf or you have a hearing problem, so you're not going to understand me. Now, that doesn't mean that that's right to have that mindset, Correct. but I could see how you would want to get away because, well, nobody cares about what I have to say. Nobody, I can't hear them. I don't know how to communicate. And here's, what's interesting, Edward, that you may, people may look at your situation and say, well, you're hard of hearing, but I would say everybody's hard of hearing. And I'll explain because before having faith in God, you're not hearing or listening necessarily to y'all. So you have a listening problem that, just because somebody may have a physical hearing issue doesn't mean that they don't, they're not listening because this was given to us this morning that listening isn't just with your ears. Listening is with all of your senses. You listen with your eyes. You listen with your ears. You listen with your smell. You listen with your taste. You listen with your touch. And people may look at that and think, well, how do you listen with your eyes? You tell me you don't see something that shocks you and you don't have that look of where you're because listening is an aspect of discerning. Listening is not just with your ears. And people would think, well, deaf people, they can't hear anything. Well, somebody that's totally deaf may not be able to physically hear. But how much more enhanced are their other senses? Because you don't have the ear capability, but how sharp are your eyes? And and you could speak to this with your wife, Jane, and because I know she has some struggles with her eyes and ears. But if somebody were to say, for example, somebody could say, well, you're disabled or you're handicapped, something like that. Well, but we got to be careful when we say things like that, especially in faith, because if you call somebody else disabled, you call somebody else that they're crippled or they need help. Well, Messiah said, I came for the blind and the deaf. And what he's speaking about is the spiritual blindness and deafness. So 
I'm seeing from your experience that why would Yah bring to you the listening aspect? Because your focus is on, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to hear. And if I can hear everybody better than, but listening does involve hearing, but listening involves you understanding and you really paying attention. Like with me, you're looking me in the eyes that I'm seeing that you're engaged. Like you're really listening intently. And that's what it's about. But what happens is, is that we think that we're listening and that we don't have a problem with listening, but we do. And and I'll share this experience that I had. And we had it in the gathering that I wanted to get a 2024 daily planner. And I was looking through Amazon and I found the one that, hey, this thing is only $4. So I'll get this one. I assumed that it was a 2024 planner and ordered it and get it home. And my wife says, you got a 2023 planner. And I looked at it and I thought, oh no, I didn't read what it was saying. I just assumed it was there and hadn't thought about that as listening, that I wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention when I was reading that information because, well, I skimmed through it really fast. And in faith, we're called not to skim through things fast, but to slow down. There's no reason to be in a hurry, just like the podcast. No reason to be in a hurry to get somebody to speak or not to speak. You just speak, something comes to mind, and you go with it. But we've just, this is just an aspect of it's good to be reminded, as the word said, of these things. Because if you're really listening to somebody, then you're really paying attention. You're looking to put whatever they're saying into action, into practice. It's not just audibly hearing sounds in your, in your ears or just seeing with your eyes. It's you actively engaging in the faith process. That's listening, and, but you don't have to be in faith to listen. You can listen to the worldly things. You can listen to the things of the enemy, things of selfishness. But this podcast is for those that are seeking with all their heart. It's for those that really want to know the truth. So listening is key, not only listening to other people, but listening to yourself more importantly. Everything you do, why am I doing what I'm doing? We've talked about the brainwashing, the mind control, the cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance will keep you from listening to other people, will keep you from listening to the word because, well, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I know. I know. Have you ever said that in your life? Yeah, I know. I got it. I know. But you don't have it and you don't know. But like you said, you don't want to feel embarrassed exactly. to think, I don't want people to think, well, I can't hear you as opposed to, no, I really want to hear what you're saying. Could you tell me again? As opposed to, because I've had this, well, nobody cares because I'm, they've shunned me and who could care about what I have to say? Nobody hears me. Nobody understands. So I'm not going to hear them or listen to them because I've had the same experience where you get you feel like you're being shunned and then well, fine then, then I'm not, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say because I've seen that with you that I'll talk to you and you've had that nodding and I'm wondering, are you really listening to what I'm saying? Or are you just, you know, trying to get me to think that you're listening or you got no. it? Okay. But I'll ask you like, do you ever get a text message and do you really listen as you're reading or do you just skim through it? I would definitely, uh, you know, I'm the one that uh, reads this real quick and I jump into it. 
I mean, you know, and I was just like uh, you skip, skim or skate across it real quick. You're, you're reading it, and you assume that uh, I assume that this is what it's saying, rather than coming back and taking the time to read what the word is trying to say to me, and because I do know that it, it has to come back to me. Anything that's being spoken, questions or whatever, I have to uh, focus on myself and work on that. And I do agree that I had that uh, hearing problem and I use that as a shield. And I now recognize that I got to, get, you know, with the brainwashing and uh, mind control and repetition, and um, I got to continue with working on it and get better and get into it. And then when I uh, progress and move forward, and then there'll be something else that I'll have to, you know, learn on the next stage. And Edward, if you could talk a little bit about something that Yaz having you do at home as I mentioned, you had been calling in because you, you live a few hours away that Yah actually has you doing something with your wife, Jane. If you could tell everybody listening, like, what does Yah have you doing now? Okay. I do know from my uh, previous experience, uh, on my previous experience and uh, Give it a, a moment to think. Yeah, take your time. No rush. Okay. Now, I can give you an example of uh, by not listening, or what, we, what uh, Sean had mentioned was. Uh, seeing but uh two weeks ago i came and visited uh the gathering and i brought some uh uh it was some, some italian cookies that my wife had made for the whole church and she put there were two containers she put them down and uh i assume that she wanted that i was supposed to pick up both of the uh, containers of cookies, and I brought them down. Every, everybody loved it and enjoyed it. And then after that, when it, when I went back to uh, Tappahannock and to see my wife, and she looked at me and she said, "Where's the other container?" I said, "You told me to. Uh, I can bring them with me." She said, "You pick." I said, "For you to pick one container." And that's where I missed the thing where she said it was one container. Okay, now we'll go back to where we start off with uh, the beginning where I first left the uh, gathering and I was supposed to uh, call in. But there is something else that I have learned because funny thing, it, it comes up with that topic today has a lot to do with was I actually listening to Yah? That's the key. 
the first half I listened to, but I didn't listen to the second half because there was an agreement because I found out late later that you were, that you, me, that Yah had spoken and said that you wanted to go down and live with Jane because she, she uh, Jane uh, moved down to watch, uh, take, watch her mother because her mother was sick and she was in, uh, they call it, uh, It's when people are in the process of dying. I forget the name. Maybe in hospice. Yeah, the hospice. But anyway, uh, when that happened, when I first moved, there were so many things involved uh, at the place where I moved. Somehow, I shipped over, moved to the, uh, you know, like, don't fear to the left, don't fear to the right. But I kind of uh, shipped it. And I was so busy because I would work 40 hours a week. And by the time I get home, eat, then get up and start doing work around the house and stuff and getting all the job, you know, getting some of the stuff done. Now, I realize it not about uh, maybe three three months ago that I was seeing that I was uh, overworking and it is in my subconscious, which I'm in the mean uh, process of uh, working on it, that uh, I needed to pay close attention. All right. Uh, when I was um, continuing um, doing all these stuff, I found myself far away from Yah. Not only that, but when I was listening, was I actually listening on the phone? I could hear some words and stuff, but what they, uh, what they don't realize is some people uh, talk and the phone would, that I have a Bluetooth, come, you know, listen to it, would go in, but then there were some something missing. I kept trying to... Uh, get what they were saying because there were a few people uh, talking one after the other and it, I got kind of lost there. But one thing that I know is that what I should have had and what I did not listen to Yah, which he, he had revealed that to me, is that I didn't listen to him carefully. There are exceptions that you you want to go over to, uh, you know, Jane's mom's place and stay there. But you need to go to the gathering in person. That, I mean, I heard the, well, there was a, uh, a lecture in the gathering, but then I heard it again and again. Go to the gathering. And then I said, okay, because that is uh, my first step in taking a, uh, making a commitment to go and uh, go on to the gathering. And then when I uh, started to come to the gathering, I was starting to pick up and enjoying listening to the uh, people, people speaking. And I was able to, 
you know, hear them well. And I was able to engage. And I'm, I noticed that from time to time when I sh share with them during the gathering, I was getting a little bit of information from Yah speaking to me to the gathering. I was trying to get into the uh, involvement with the group rather than me just sitting back and, you know, and not say anything. But I wanted to get involved, you know, because there is no right or wrong. But it, but I got to accept that I need to be wrong to be right. So and that this is where I am at, and I've been focusing on it. This just didn't click on my mind, but. I'm always focusing on myself from the, you know, from here on out, making sure that I can hear, and then when somebody speaks, then I can, uh, you know, if I have questions or something, because a lot of times I would just shy away, say, oh well, I'm not ready because I'm I don't have circumcision of the heart or something like that. But that's not the case. Speak what you need to speak because uh, I'm here to learn. This is far as I can go from this point. And actually just hearing your words and just listening, I'm getting stuff just for me as well, just listening to your experiences, uh, living where you're living. Because when you're calling in like that from a long distance, you don't have that communication and fellowship. And not that it's not an intentional like, well, I'm staying away. It's that you're away. And yes, you can hear a voice on the phone, but it's about the conversational relationship, like y'all teaching us about prayer. It's about the fellowship and the gospel message. All of this information is, is intended to be like this one-on-one -on -one or in a group where people are around each other because you don't get to listen with your eyes and your uh, senses when you're on the phone because all you can do is listen and actually, let me make a statement on something before I go there. Where you listen, listening is in the mind. Your ear takes in signal and the brain works to get it so you can understand it and discern it. But you listen with your mind. You don't listen with your ears. You you hear with the ear. Uh, the, the vibration comes in, but your listening is in your mind. That's why the reason that you listen with your senses is because you taste something and let's say you don't like the taste and you spit it out where you're listening with your mind that I don't like that taste or you touch a hot stove oh, and you move your hand away because your mind says it's hot, get away from it. So you're listening to that thought. So people mistake it to where you got to listen with your ears. Well, you do. And I see why I'm seeing why you is having you on is because don't focus on what you sound like when you speak or the amount of time you speak. Take the information that's being given and think about it. If you were in an aspect of you were hard of hearing, how would you like to be received from somebody else? How would you like to be treated? Because the people that came to Messiah physically had no problem hearing, but it's in the spiritual. They had a big issue with hearing. Their eyes were closed, their, their ears were closed, and there were those that came to him and, Lord, heal me, help me. Well, he came so that he could, see, uh, he could heal the sick and the lame and the deaf. 
he's talking about spiritual aspects because yes, to show he was the son of God, he put his hands on people and they got up and walked. He put his hands on their eyes and they could see. But if you remain in sin and you don't repent to God and find a way where you don't sin, what difference does it make if you're healed of your hearing condition, your sight condition, because you still have the same condition. We, we've been programmed in this world to think that, well, Edward, you're, you have a disability or Jane has a disability because she has problems seeing and hearing. From a worldly concept, yes, but she could very well hear and see so clearly, but still have the condition that she has. And people would say, well, she can't see or hear. And I could say, or you could speak to her or somebody else. Oh, no, I, I say definitely she does see and hear. Because even Messiah said, blessed are you that you can see and hear these things that these other people didn't get to see. That it's a, how many people still have sin in their life? Well, you're deaf and blind. You're not listening to the truth. So the problem is we point the finger and say, well, these people, they're just an outcast and you're not worth anything. And you're just, no, 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 the kingdom of God. Because remember, I don't know if you remember the story from the word where they said, Lord, what did, what sin did these person's parents commit that their son or daughter was born blind? There wasn't any sin that they did that caused them to be born blind. But for the glory of God, this is, so think about how you can use your life for the glory of God. And Yah doesn't look at you and say, well, Edward, you're deaf. You're, you can't see. You're not. He says, oh, no, there are things that you can see and hear. There's a lot of things that you see and hear that people don't see and hear that in the world, people think that they're perfectly able to see and hear, but people will look down on you and say, well, who is this to come on here thinking that they know anything? Well, like they said that, are we blind too? Well, you don't know if you're blind or not, then there's a problem. But the other man says, I don't know about you, but I know one thing for sure. I can see because I know I was blind. And now that I can see because I'm experiencing this. So the, the listening aspect of this listening can just not just in faith in God, but listening is a part of everybody's life. But the thing is people may not know that they just perceive that it's about the ear. Well, I, I can't hear, I can't listen to what you're saying, but <clears throat> have you ever done this? I'm not listening to you. Well, you shut your mind off. But I can hear perfectly well, but I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to hear you. Know, you ever hear this? I don't want to hear that. I don't, don't, don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you don't want any part of it. And that's the thing is you can change your mind to be able to desire to hear the things of God and listen and, and be able to see. So what I was, let me, I'll take you back to your wife, Jane. So tell us what you're actually doing on Wednesday evenings with your wife, like during the time that you would normally call in or on Sundays as well. Yeah, uh, on Wednesdays, uh, I, you know, go in and we meet at seven o'clock and, uh, I find it very interesting how Jane, which my wife, uh, was so eager. She was excited and she said, what should we do? Are we supposed to, uh, first pray? Or are we supposed to uh, listen to the songs or something? I told her that whatever you, if you would like to pray, have a conversation, then we'll have a conversational relationship. Uh, hmm.
And as you're pondering that thought, think about a reason why Yah would have you do this with your wife. And, and I'll explain that what Edward is doing is instead of him calling in, that what Yah is doing is have him and his wife Jane talk about spiritual things, um, whatever would come up. And can you see a reason why Yah would do this in this situation? Yeah, because uh, he wants me to uh, get better in listening. That is the key to it. Once I'm listening, that's why there were things that have been brought up by Jane, which is my wife, and I knew that it wasn't her speaking. There were times where Yahweh had spoken through her without her, her knowing it to me, making it clear, a statement, so you understand that you need to, you know, kind of look at yourself, kind of, you know. And every time I talk with Jane, uh, I told her, pick a word, a subject, and we'll just fill the rest because there's a, what you call, a spider web. Because no matter where, no matter uh, what you say, it's going to eventually come back to Yah because he's, he's had designed it that for us to focus on it. And uh, she was get, getting, uh, you know, interesting. And she, the more I talked to her, the more I would tell her, let me tell you what I had learned, what are my mistakes, what are the things that I had to go through. Just because when I'm saying something, I am not lording over you or trying to put you down like I had did that in a couple years ago, which is maybe four or five years ago when I first started coming to the church, when they uh, set up the church. And uh, I got so excited, but what I didn't realize is I started to Go home, and then, but then it's not the attention. But I would lord it over her. I would tell her this, 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 this. And I threw everything down on top of her, but I didn't. I wasn't doing that, and I found out that she shut me down completely. And it took a long time for her to open up, and uh, I I realized that I was pointing it at her dumping on everything on her. But did I ever get to take a step back and think about her, what she's gone through and all? So that is, uh, is what I'm uh, learning here. And uh, I will have to continue to do spend more time with the listening, listening, listening. Am I listening? And I got to keep doing it because it's like uh, the brainwashing and the repetition, mind control. Everything, any, any, anything you do, it's going to come back to you on this. The next stage, you come up with something, it's going to come right back. No matter what it is, but uh, Jane was uh, very excited. And learning and picking up, I realized the more I point things back to me, the more she uh, has a connection. It's like it's, it's a personal, like, 
emotional connection spiritually. And I'm still, you know, I, I realized in the past, I thought I was able to, you know, when I speak and everything that, I try to, what I'm trying to do is be as perfect as I can be, but uh, I should not be trying to be perfect because we are, I'm supposed to be perfecting, continue improving myself. And the most important thing that it was revealed to me very recent is that I need to walk it, live it, like as Yahushua Messiah has walked. And I can see that so that my my mindset would be is to focus on that. Uh, and I I brought Jane down, uh, my wife, see friends. So I decided to come over here, and because I was going to be in the podcast. Uh, but I will be coming in on the podcast in the future, which I'm very confident. But what I need to wor worry about is what Yah wants me to do in obedience. The pointing the finger back at yourself <clears throat> before saying anything to anybody else is the excellent way, like it says in the word that let's show you the most excellent way talking about love, which love is the culmination of the journey of faith. Because as you were speaking, it was just, it was given to me the situation with my wife to the same situation, me lording it over saying, why are you not doing this? Why are you not? And her shutting down. And then me being quick to point the finger at her when no, the focus can I look at her and see things? Yes. But with you and with me, point the finger back at yourself. Evaluate why you're doing it. And that's the thing with listening. Listening, the first goal of listening is to make sure it's pointed at yourself first. Then as you're listening to others, still listen to yourself. See, that's the thing is we will tend to listen to other people attentively to understand, but what about listening to ourselves with that same attentiveness? And I'll give an example. Do you remember in the word it's in the book of James where it has a threefold aspect of listening? Do you remember what that scripture says? Well, all I know is the uh, James one five. That would be, uh, uh, if you, if anybody lacks wisdom to ask God, no, that's that's true. That if anybody does lack wisdom, um, I'll get it. I'll get it started for you, and then you can finish. Everyone is to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. Because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So the scripture that you mentioned is true. That if you if you're listening and you lack wisdom, then ask of God. That's a good thing. So that shows that you're listening because the word says that. But that, that was the, the one I was thinking of was <clears throat> notice how in the word, the, the quickness is on the listening. The slowness is in the speaking. And then the slowness to become angry. Now, the word of God doesn't say that you don't become angry. 
but it's given you the godly way of if you're going to be angry then make sure it lines up with you're listening to yourself first is this right fair and just before i speak am i angry because it affects me or it affects y'all is this appropriate to bring out to this person because i'm looking at them i'm seeing their body language i'm hearing what they're saying so what Yah is doing is they're giving us a just like music a performance practice that we have a way to practice that if you really want to be sure that you're speaking rightly and if you're being angry in a right way then one are you listening to yourself and the other person are you being slow to speak meaning that you're really focusing on responding not reacting and then when you become angry because you're still listening and you're still speaking and you could speak with your actions you don't have to just speak with your words like messiah did he not speak with turning the tables he didn't necessarily have to say anything out of his mouth but what it's saying is is that if you get angry for an ungodly reason then you're not going in this order because if you're getting angry because of a selfish reason you're going to be slow to listen and you're going to be quick to speak and you're going to be quick to become angry so this whole process goes twofold you follow it god's way it produces the righteousness of god you do it the opposite way it produces the opposite effect which is you get the wrath of man because it, it makes it clear it doesn't say don't become angry it says the wrath of man which means man or woman getting angry doesn't produce the right living so what is the right way to get angry we have a picture of messiah why did he get angry because of his father's house was a house of prayer and you've turned it into a den of thieves well one i'm listening because this affects my father and mother this is their house of conversation you've turned it into a place where you're robbing people that's not for the house of my father and mother and this is going to stop and it's an unfair it's an unjust thing because it affects my my parents it affects them it affects the kingdom and we don't have a, a recollection that he's all being smart alecky and all this stuff and just and all this it just says he turned the tables we don't have any aspect that he carried that anger further and further it was just all right this is unjust and this is warranted but we don't have him yeah that's right and you better listen to me and you better that's a mankind thing that it's done that point was made get out that the my father's house is a house of prayer it's not a place to buy and sell and be deceitful so isn't in essence at the last day where he's going to drive out all the temple robbers and all the people into the abyss where because my father's house is a house of prayer so it all the lawless people you're going to go out so that's the depth of this and that's why the listening to to mother like when a thought comes to your mind if you have a place where you you kind of draw a blank because didn't you say your words in the text didn't you say that you were going to wait and trust what y'all wants well are you not going to be tested in that to where okay you want to trust me then what do you do when you're sitting there and nothing comes to mind? Yeah, let me, uh, I learned something here is that I should not, well, that's what I've been doing all these years. It's, everybody's done it. Want to speak. We want to be able to give you an answer, you know. I want to show you this is how I can do it, and then, you know, impressing you. But rather than, um, you know, from not myself, but from y'all. And there's one more thing that uh, 
I wanted to remind you is there's somewhere in the scripture, I'm pretty sure, that is in Jeremiah, when he was speaking to the king. Uh, when the king came and uh, sacrificed these bulls and goats and stuff, and he made a statement, and I'll, I'll, I can look it up. It's exactly like righteous anger, which Jeremiah had righteous anger towards, you know, the person with the king. I'm not exactly sure. I would have to look it up. Well, and with what you just said, righteous anger, not selfish anger, because righteous means that you're doing what is right. So what is right to do here? Well, first of all, you have to know what is right to do. And if you're doing what is right, do you really need to lose control of your emotions? No, because this is right, fair, and just. It, it's just showing a picture, a beautiful picture of self-control that Yah is giving an idea on this is the believer in God. This is an aspect of your life is listening and discerning. So take every thought captive and make it submissive to Messiah. That takes listening to take a thought captive. Hold on. Let me be quick to listen to this. Why am I getting angry? Why do I get feeling frustrated before I say anything? Cause what happens is you don't do that. You lash out at somebody and what did they do? They lash back at you and you get into a fight and a quarrel and all that could have been avoided by, wait a minute, my battle isn't against flesh and blood. My battle is not against the other person. It's their programming. So let me slow down and let me think about why is this person doing that? Now, when I say this, this is just giving information. And a lot of this can be done very quickly through practice that you discern it quickly and you deal with it. But if you're breaking it down, why is this person come at me? Are they really doing it with intention? Do they really know what they're doing? Because Messiah, when he was being crucified, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So why yell and scream at them? They don't, they don't know what they're doing. They don't realize they're crucifying the Son of Man. They don't realize that. Because if they did, oh my gosh, uh, this isn't right to do. Well, but they don't know that. And we did the same thing through our life. We were crucifying Messiah. We didn't recognize it. But when you do recognize it, Go and sin no more. That, that's the thing. Get away from the reason that I gave my life is so you can get away from sin. That's the point of it. <clears throat> but if you're not listening to my words, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, well, if nobody tells me the truth, how can I obtain faith? Faith comes from hearing and listening to the word of God. That's when faith comes because faith is you showing God that you believe in them, that you're willing to do the things like Messiah, that the one that hears these words and puts them into practice is like a wise man or woman. The one that hears these words and doesn't put them into practice because you're not listening, then you're going to build your house on the sand and it's going to have a hard fall. So there's so many places in the word of God, but the, those that are listening in or whenever you listen in, if you don't get anything out of this podcast, when we're talking about listening, Listening takes place in your mind with all your senses and your focus is to be on listening to yourself and correcting yourself first before you do any attempt to say something to somebody else. Messiah said this, you look at somebody's speck in their eye, but you don't consider the log in your own eye. You're not listening to yourself. You're just trying to point out things to people. And that's what he's saying, Edward, is he's saying, don't be a hypocrite. Don't point the finger at somebody else without first considering your own behavior, your own conduct. When you do that, 
then you can see because if you see it in yourself, oh, I'm doing that. Well, why am I looking to correct them? They don't see it. I'm going to correct myself because when I do that, then y'all will say, hey, they're not seeing the speck in their eye. Go over there and, and tell them and just to bring it to their attention. Because even Messiah to the church in Laodicea in Revelation, you think that you're, everything is great. You don't need anything. But you don't realize you're wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. You don't realize it. So if you don't realize it, you tell somebody else, what's like if you were, like you said with Jane, what happened when you told Jane what she needed to change? Did she say, oh, Edward, thank you so much. I'm so glad. What did she do? She was uh, angry. And uh, she thought, you know, she, she felt uh, disappointed, but mainly angry. And, uh, you know, it shut everything down, no matter what happened on that, you know. Well, and because you're sitting in front of me, you ever seen, if somebody, let's say that you, you're sitting down, you have your hands on the ground and you start to dig in, that did she not dig into where, no, you're not, I'm not listening to you anymore. You're not. Because people will dig in because she doesn't want to hear it. She wants to see it. it and she asks me uh, certain things, and I told her, why don't you come and ask me anything? But see, that's where I didn't realize that. Rather for me to look through the Bible and find out what I need to tell her. Because some some of the things that, uh, like I said, that uh, Yah will sit uh speak through Jane without her knowing it, bring a word out. And then from that, from that word, then we go out and then discuss what we can discuss through the scriptures. Uh, you were given the Passover focus, not just for that year. You were given that for a lifetime. Because the Passover from death to life, we'll continually celebrate the Passover. So we may have taken it like I have that you take it as, okay, that's my focus for this week or this year. But Yah would not have you stop focusing on listening. Because if you stop doing that, then you'll go back to the old ways and you'll start listening to the old ways again. Instead of whatever focus Yah gave to each person was for them to to focus on that just like if i'm focused right now i'm focused on the the computer but then here i'm focused back on you so i know the computer is here and it's working but my focus is the 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 one thing to really think about is this but we still think about other things but it's like what's the priority and then if you can think about times of listening y'all giving you things ahead of time to where, oh, if I would have put that into practice here, then I could have avoided this or I could have avoided. So it's all a, for a good practice. And you said it, it's not about being absolutely perfected. It's about obedience to God. And it is about fine tuning that perfecting. You like me, you like cooking, things like that, doing work around the house where you're looking to get it better each time where you're just perfecting. You're just fine tuning to make it just get it better, get it better. But if you were at a point where it was done absolutely perfected every time, then you have no room to to grow or anything, then you don't, what do you need God for? Because you're already perfected. You're already perfect. 
So we're always going to have faith while we're here because we're going to continually, we're in the process of knowing God more and more, but we don't know everything about them. So this is just a good, I'm, I'm getting more out of this for me. And I'm, you know, I mean, you can get out of it, what you're getting out of it, but just as you're speaking, Yah's doing with me, do you remember this? Do you see this? So just because there's a focus for one person, it's still for everybody else. And y'all told us this, that yes, one person may have a spotlight on an issue, but it's still for everybody else involved. So don't sit here and stop listening. Oh, well, I don't have any problem with listening. I can, but when you say that you have no problem with listening, that's a problem. Now I'm not saying that you're like just struggling mightily with listening, but if I went back and told you, Edward, what's the cost of that planner? Do you remember the cost? That planner that I bought, do you remember the cost of it? Yeah. What's the cost? Uh, the, the planner. No, I, I, but I said the cost of it. Do you remember the cost of it? By not uh, focusing on or seeing. And, and, and this was just an example that, because I had mentioned $4, and you would have said, yeah, it was $4. Yeah. So the example was. $4. That uh, when you mentioned it four dollars, and then after a while, it got to my mind. It said he got it on sale, a real bargain sale, which indicated that uh, didn't look carefully. I did the same thing. I didn't look at the twenty twenty three. Really, it, it was brand new. But he said he bought it, so I assumed that uh, it was there. But see, that's the that's one thing that we have to be careful on uh, assuming guessing or figuring out, I think maybe, or any of those things, then there, you know, there's something that I need to uh, look into. Well, and there's a saying in the world and I'm not going to say it. And then people are familiar with like, what is it when you assume something? Faith, this faith journey is we are to be getting away from assumption because faith is about being convinced and you're convinced you're not assuming that there are things that we know of God, but we don't know everything. But if you assume, then you don't know. Well, Edward, I assume that you're going to leave here when we're done with the podcast and go home with Jane, but I'm not convinced. I'm convinced that you're going to do that. But until if I'm in the car with you driving there and we get there, then I know it. Like, cause I'm, I'm, I have proof that like right now that I know you're sitting here. I'm not convinced. I know, but yeah, even though they're here, they're invisible so that I, I see God spiritually, but for me to know them, I would have to be in the kingdom perfected to where, all right, I know God because I'm there. I'm, I'm, I have a perfected body, but I'm convinced through experiences. And I know the voice of God, meaning like I've, I'm convinced of what I've heard that I've heard their voice that I know they spoke to me, but that's the thing that faith is still involved until we perish. And that's why I make every effort to, you have to come to it by faith here because you can't wait until you see them because if you know them, then there's no faith involved anymore. So the, what Yah does very beautifully is they'll take a concept like listening. And like you said, exactly right. That it's a spider web. It's a, there's so many layers and so many directions it goes. And, but the source always goes back to the spider Yah in the middle that the Yah is there on the web. And it's just, do you see this? Do you see this? But it all comes back to the spider because the spider has the webbing. And I don't know if you've seen a spider work. It, it's 
like you'll get up in the morning, you'll see like one little long web from the deck to the other. And it's like, how in the world did they do that? And then they'll be, you know, going along and working. And that's the thing. There's so much intricate detail that if we're not paying, and you mentioned this morning, if you're not paying attention, if you're not being attentive, then you're going to miss things. And and that was the reason for bringing up the $4. It was just to see, because if you were listening, you would say four bucks. Well, is while well, I'm thinking that, so you were hearing some of it, but is it that your mind kind of went here or you had a thought and you're tracking that thought and the, Oh, got to come back here. Cause, cause we're talking about that, but that, that scripture in James will benefit you so much in your faith walk in Yah and going in that order and expanding it. And just thinking about this, because how many times do you get into trouble? Because if you would have just stopped and listened to yourself, listening to how you feel, listening to you get that rise of frustration, listen, what are you about to do? Because we've seen this with like the mass shootings that somebody will go on like a mass shooting. And when they get done, they come into their conscious mind like, oh, no, I didn't realize what have I done? And some people will take their own life. Some people, they go to prison and then they, they change their life. But in that moment, you're, you're listening to your programming. You're not listening to the truth of God is, wait a minute, I'm upset. I'm frustrated. Is it the best thing to do this? Is this the best thing for everybody involved? Is this what Yah would do? And this is a, this is a journey and a process, a circular, never ending thing. The concept is bring, being brought out as a, a teaching on listening from Yah's perspective is you engaging your mind and you really paying attention to the truth and applying the truth to really show that you're listening. You're actually doing what the word says. So this is a continual process that will continue all through your faith journey. But when we find ourselves getting in the funk or you get down or you start to feel like you're, you're being pressed down. Wait a minute. Let me listen. Let me listen. Cause you ever get a stomach ache? Are you not listening to yourself? Oh, I don't, I don't feel good because you're listening to yourself. Or no, I'm not sick. I'm 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 going to get better. Whatever you do, but this is something that you can't get away from. It's just to bring an awareness to this. And ever you know, it's funny is I went through. I was just curious. I scrolled through the prior podcasts, and I was like, I was thinking that we talked about this before. So I'm scrolling through, and I was like, oh, there it is. But we were we started out with about listening, and you know what the date on it was? January third. <laughs> so almost a one year cycle comes around. I was like, that is really interesting that, and the thing was, it wasn't that even if we talked about it on the last podcast, if we're doing another podcast on listening and that's what y'all wants, then we do it. It doesn't matter. But I was just curious. I was like, I was either we started with this or something. And I was going through and I was like, January the third, almost one full year. And you're talking about coming full circle. All right. So listening is still an issue. Let's go over it again so that you can have it in the front of your mind so that when you're out driving or you're grocery shopping or you're washing cars or listening to yourself, listening to other people, evaluating, discerning, because that's the mind of God. That's what God does, that they're reasoning, they're looking. And in faith, we're called to have the mind of Messiah. Well, the mind of Messiah is discerning and thinking and listening. You don't think Messiah did a lot of listening when people were coming at him and all that to where he's not let me, let me see. Let me listen with my eyes. 
well, I'm not going to speak here because that's throwing the pearls before the swan. I'm, I'm not bringing that up or your father's the devil. And they come back at him. Well, that's their lower conscience. They don't, but it doesn't mean I don't say it. So this, this is just giving more information on the life of Messiah, what the way of life and faith is because you still struggle with hearing, but I'm convinced that you're, you're doing better with listening. And the purpose of that is because when things were brought out, you didn't necessarily just say, well, I'm just going to do that. You, you evaluated with Yah and you've been listening so much to me and Phil and not enough to Yah. So that's why Yah saying, all right, Edward, and we haven't been with you on Wednesdays and everything's fine. Right. Right. Cause Yah's with you. Yah's the one you need to be listening to. So you need them more than you need us. Yeah. I'll remember, uh, the most recent Passover that we had, well, you you guys went, well, I didn't go to the Passover, and Yah had told me to write up the uh, whole, uh, what I had, you know, what I, what I need to say, and uh, I wrote down things, and that you mentioned it by uh, listening, and when you're reading it, you're taking it into heart, and every time you read it, it's you know you say, "Okay, that that's me. Forget about everybody else. Everything that had been spoken about me, me, me." And uh, you know, I had written them down, and God wanted me to hold on to that for me to read. You know, uh, if you want to hear it, I'd be happy to say it because I do have it with me. Yeah, go ahead. All right. When I uh, when I speak on these things, uh, I always keep in mind to know that I need to uh, focus on myself. Okay, the topic on that one on the Passover, what a Passover means to me. What are the necessary steps to Passover? Passover means from death to life. Meaning that I was born in sin when Yahushua Messiah came on earth to be like us in every way, to set an example, to follow in his footsteps, to show us that we can follow him. Yahushua Messiah dies for us so that in him we have redemption for our sins, so that we have eternal life in heaven. We were given free will choice to choose death or life. We either serve one or we love the other or hate the other. Yah has been merciful, compassion for the humankind. He has kept his promise as since the beginning of time till now. And I'm going to read uh, some of the things that, uh, that come from the scripture because uh these are some of the scriptures that I was told to uh, read it out. It's Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And I wanted to connect these 
uh, scripture, the first one, and I have two two more to connect this, and then I'll finish the rest of the uh, part. For I know the plans I have for you, which is in Jeremiah 29, 11, 14, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give hope and future. Then you will call on me and come pray to me, and I will listen to you. And I want to repeat this again. I says, I will listen to you. But I, I must stop right there. As long as you're providing that you do your part with Yah. You will seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will take you back from captivity. I will gather you from all nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carry you into exile. And it's, which is a well-known uh, verse, it's John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The first thing I need to believe is in Yah, knowing that Yah can terrorize me if I don't do what he wants me to do in obedience. And second is that I need to set my mind on whom I'm going to serve Yah with all of my heart, a contrite heart that I will turn over my life over to Yah, put to death of my old self, with uh, crucifying yourself. I know that before Yah, I see that I am a monster with a black heart before him, not worthy to be in the kingdom of heaven and deserve to be in hell. However, Yah is rich in compassion, mercy, and grace on us so that he gave me a chance to change Passover, death to light, I choose to serve Yah than an enemy. That, I admit, that I am a sinner. I cannot do this alone, but with Yah, all things are possible. Then, I needed to ask for forgiveness of my sin before Yah. Next stage is that I will go through testing trial to see if I really mean to follow Yah in obedience. And when I make a vow to Yah, he will surely demand it of me. I want to follow Yah because he is right, fair, and just, even if I don't understand him because he is God. I must have a contrite heart that is set in absolution and that I am going to do as he asks of me. Then he sees that I am holding my end of the deal with Yah. Yah will introduce me to his son, the Christ Messiah. And he will teach me just as he did to the disciple, to guide me and teach me in straight path of righteousness. And I need to repent to Yahushua Messiah to ask for the forgiveness of my sin and to obey what he teaches me, 
what the Father wants me to do by serving him and only him, Yah. Then Messiah will introduce me to the Holy Spirit, Mother, which is Ruach HaKadosh, Nima, for the circumcision of the heart. Then the veil is lifted so that I will be able to hear her to guide me the way and will teach, rebuke, correcting, and training in righteousness. I will have full dig dignity in bodily form, knowing that I have three that join one, and I in one with them. I look forward to the Passover from death to life, without the old, and in with the new. Every year we celebrate Passover to improve our faith walk, continue to bring up the lower subconscious, put to death our subconscious, and receive light by holding Mother's teaching as we continue to the repentance, obedience, and trust. With Yah, Mother, and Son, Messiah, we carry it with us till we get to the other side with eternal light in heaven. And I'll stop right there. And uh, another thing is the key to this uh, for me also is to dig down. Just today it was revealed for me, not for anybody else, but it could benefit for others. Uh, humble yourself. Do you actually know what that word means? Do you, you know, that is what I'm really focusing on that because if you can uh, get into the humble, if you humble, you humble yourself, then everything will fall in place. But you have to start humbling yourself. That's the key to it. And that's what I got from there, John. That one scripture that you read in Chronicles, yeah, it starts out with, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves. So again, it's not saying that I'm going to humble you. You humble yourself and pray and seek my face and you turn from your wicked ways. Then the door is open because then Yah says, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal your land, your land. Not everybody else's land, not fixing somebody else. So if people really want to fix that, that's one of the, the, the truths of God right there that, and when you talk about humble, what it is to be humble, if you don't humble yourself before other people, you cannot humble yourself before God. People think, well, it's easy to humble yourself before God. You want to be humble before God. Then you put your, you humble yourself before other people, because if you're doing what is right then I'm putting you below me. Not saying that I'm nothing. Like I, I think of myself as nothing, but I'm willing to put myself below you. And the word says, humble yourself before the Lord and the Lord will lift you up. But if you pride yourself before the Lord, then you're going to be humbled. And we don't want to be humbled by God. There ain't anybody better that can humble anybody than Yah. And that's the thing is that Realize who you are before almighty, holy God, that you're not anything. Like you said, it's grace. 
the, the door being put in place, Messiah coming, it's by grace you're saved through faith, not by works. Because if it's by works, then you're going to pride yourself and say, God, look what I did. Look at, look at what I did for you. No, it was never about what you did for me. It was that, did you obey me? Did you walk in submission? Or did you walk out of obligation? So what you were given in that, that you wrote down for the Passover, it would be like anything. Are you listening to what you wrote and why you wrote it? And and this is, again, a continual practice with, with all things. But what a celebration that continues forever, the passing over from death to life. That's the work of God that, think about this, Edward, if you... If you don't listen to the Father, then you will not listen to the Son. And if you don't listen to the Son, you won't listen to the Mother. And it goes the other way. If you're not willing to listen to Abba, like you said, of the Father being a terror, if you're not listening to that to get your attention, I'm not going to take you to Yeshua because you're not going to listen to him. It was like when Messiah was talking about, they were talking about Abraham. Abraham's our father. And it's like, you're not listening to yourself, if Abraham was your father, you would do the works Abraham is doing, but you're trying to kill me, somebody that's bringing you the truth, but you say you're of Abraham? And because you're not listening to what you're saying, you, you've got this programming thinking that you're justified because Abraham's your father and you have the law, but you're not listening to where you're trying to put to death the son of God. Why would you be doing that if you were if you were walking in my father's ways? You would embrace me and say, Lord, teach me, help me to see. You wouldn't try to kill me. But see, that's the thing. They weren't listening to themselves. They were like, yeah, we're this and we're that. But that's the thing. This Everything we do in our life, we do for a reason. We do it by programming. And make sure that the programming is godly programming so that what you do more and more, you know why you're doing it. You have a good functional reason for doing it. Not just, I don't know. You ever had that as a kid? Edward, why'd you do that? And you go, I don't know. That's you just shrug your shoulders. Every, that's an everyday thing you, because of the uh, programming that we've done, uh, that I've done. Well, think about this. How beautiful would it be? Why did you do that? I don't know. Wait a minute. Why don't I know why I'm doing this? That's a problem. Let me evaluate. See, and that's the thing is, and the, the truth is because I wanted to, and it was because it was what I wanted to do, my selfishness. If you were being honest, but you're like, I'm not going to admit that I did it because I wanted to, then I'm going to get in trouble and all this other down the line. But, and, and it could be that you really don't know why you're just, I don't know. I just, I got upset or something came over me or I'll, or I did whatever. But that's the thing to living the life of God is a life of listening and listening with all the senses because that's the way to really be on top of things and really pay attention to have self-control because if you're controlling yourself you're listening to what you're doing you're evaluating your because you're in control of yourself because what happens when you lose control you're not listening you're not paying attention you it's chaos but peace is more and more that practice of Okay, I see why I'm doing this. I'm not doing that again. I'm going to do this. Like you go to your job where you work at Enterprise, that you're you're listening throughout the day. You're hearing things. Thoughts come to mind. You either act on them or you don't act on them. People say things. You evaluate. You discern. It's just, but really, it, it's not just Enterprise. It, it's our whole life that 
we've been doing so much because here's the thing. We don't necessarily have a problem with listening. It's who we're listening to and what we're listening to. Those that are listening to the podcast, those seeking with all their heart, it's you're listening to what the word of God says and you're wanting to figure things out and change. And this is who this is talking to. It's listening to those that are pursuing faith in Yod, that this is who this is for. And that's why the importance of listening in our everyday life because of the brainwashing and mind control, the cognitive dissonance, psychology of the mind, all these things are about listening to ourselves and really living a life of discernment because that's, that's the godly life. That's the peace of mind when you know what you're doing more and more. And you can live in that peace, which is putting to death chaos because you're listening to things that are going on around you. So Edward, this is a really good conversation. I, you know, come to a point where do you have anything else you'd like to add? I think this is a good stopping point. We've had a lot of really good information. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, listening to it. And uh, from here on out, I'll definitely see you next time. Lord willing. And you see, that's a great example. Do you see what you just did? That's a great example of listening. Why did you change it and say, Lord willing? Because it, because you're listening to your thinking, meaning, wait a minute, the word says, well, what's right to do is it's Lord willing. It's not like in James, we don't boast. Okay. We'll do this or that. So I just wanted to bring, that's a good job on your part. That's a good job of listening. That That's what Yah is, is talking about is that you catch yourself. And it's not that you're condemned because I didn't say Lord willing, but it's just saying, oh, I'm in tuning with Yah, in tune with Yah because it is about the Lord's will. If it's the Lord's will, we go here and there. I'm not going to say that we'll have a podcast next week. We don't know what we're going to be doing next week, but Lord willing, well, I'll put it this way, Lord willing, you'll be back with me again. And the next time you're here, you're going to be bringing the concept or the subject, which ultimately it'll be from Yah anyway, but but I look forward to that. But no, I'm glad that you you know made the sacrifice to come in because this is really cool and um, give you something to talk about, even driving driving back home with Jane. So. Edwards, good being with you. We'll stop here for now. Appreciate everybody listening in. Special, special Sunday podcast, which really we just moved the the podcast from, which would normally be a Tuesday if you were here back to uh, to Sunday. And me and Phil will, and Lord willing, me and Phil will actually be back Tuesday uh, in just a few days. So, Lord willing, we'll be back then. And um, appreciate everybody listening in today. And hope everybody has a good weekend, um, has a good New Year's tomorrow. Don't know if people are working or off, but whatever you do, uh, walking in faith in Yah, just be grateful that Yah giving us the time that they give. So for me and Edward, we'll sign off for now. Uh, Everybody take care. We'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you for joining us today on Hidden Treasures Revealed. We want to leave you with this thought. The greatest treasure in life, and especially in faith, is discovery. If we try to convince you of things, you may gain head knowledge, but if we let you discover things, you will have heart knowledge to know and understand and be able to give a good answer for the faith that you have. Treasure hunters seek treasure nonstop. Seek the treasure of God through conversation with them and through their word. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask and you will receive, seek, and you will find, knock, and the door will be open to you. 
Seek the hidden treasure of God, and you will be blessed by it.